Hey guys, I'm Natasha Colvin and this is Conversations with Tosh. On this channel, I chat with designers and game changers in the fashion industry. Conversations with Tosh is dedicated to raw, honest, and fun discussions about the behind the scenes of being in the business. Enjoy! Hi all, today I'm joined by Samuel Crost, founder and designer of Cross New York. Cross is a philanthropic streetwear label which combines fashion and activism. With the slogan, support your friends, Cross Mission aims to tell the stories of different societal challenges through minimalist fashion. From Black Lives Matter to March for Our Lives, Cross partnered with leading nonprofit orgs with the goal of increasing social awareness surrounding their causes. Samuel is such an inspiration and I'm so excited to be able to share his knowledge with you all. Hey, what's up? Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. Thank you for joining me. Of course. Um, should we just get into it? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, cool. So, um, I want to first talk about how you got your start in the industry. Okay. Uh, you worked at Helmet and Anya. Yes. So what was that experience like? Um, so I was in NYU and part of my degree actually required me to have like X amount of internship hours. And right. I um, had switched from the College of Arts and Sciences, um, which is pretty much like the main school, I guess, at NYU. I went to NYU also. Okay, yeah. So I was in the College of Arts and Sciences. Yeah. And what school did you go to? Um, journalism. Amazing. Yeah. So quickly learned like after my first year, I just wasn't passionate about the path that, you know, I originally yeah. uh, sought out to take, um, switched into the sport management program, oh, was cool. an athlete my whole life. So just thought the opportunity of learning business through sport would, you know, make sense and right. pretty much had to meet with the Dean and write a letter and convince him to allow me to kind of take my internship within the industry yeah. while everyone else in the school was kind of, you know, taking their internships at, you know, the Knicks or the Nets or ESPN, right. you know, so, um, I guess branding, um, fashion, uh, just the way you know you present yourself, the way you dress, the way you speak, who you hang out with, where you hang out. That was always something that you know I definitely kind of always took notice to. Mm -hmm. um, and got my first internship opportunity at Onia. Um, really started out in the sample room and kind of worked my way up um, over the course of you know a year, year and a half, and internship quickly you know change into a full-time job and I was able to kind of rework my classes um, to allow me to pretty much take the course like twice a week as opposed to four times a week oh wow of like an hour and 15 minutes it was a three-hour course so it was like from 6 15 to 9 45 or 6 45 to 9 15 um, so it allowed me to kind of work you know the typical nine to six um, but yeah I, I you know sorry there um, went into sales, then, you know, really built a great relationship with the two founders. One was an incredible salesman. One was an incredible kind of, um, I mean, he was a production man, you know, he knew how to make product come to life. Um, so, you know, was able to understand sales, understand the operations, understand the logistics, you know, and kind of work with the production team, you know, from design to production and everything right. else on that side. So it really allowed me to kind of learn the scope of the industry. And it was, when you started at Onya, it was pretty small, right? 
Yeah, so I think it was like, I can't remember exactly, but maybe like four years old. You know, it was just okay. men's luxury swimwear. Um, but what I loved about the company that I guess a lot of people on face value don't know is that they had Onia, but then they also had two other brands um, at lower price points. So they really covered the entire swimwear market from luxury to kind of mass. Um, and then um, they went into ready. We went into ready wear and then we went into women's, which really blew up for them. Yeah. So that was. I didn't even cool. know that they started it's just men's. Yeah. You were working full time while you were at NYU. Yes. Yes. Pretty cool. And then you went to Helmet. So I went, I went abroad. I lived abroad. I lived in Spain for five months and stayed the rest of the summer. And while I was there, um, you know, through the trade shows, just through Onia, through networking, um, you know, met a bunch of people and, um, somebody that was ahead of one of the trade shows that we went to, I was actually tapped to kind of run the relaunch of um, Helmet Men's, which had been discontinued for eight years. Oh, wow. So it was, a, it was this fashion house that was, you know, Helmet was bought by Theory, uh, by Andrew Rosen, which then was bought as a group by Fast Retailing, which is a Japanese conglomerate. They own Uniqlo, massive company. So, I always love to like kind of give the example of like, it was like equivalent to working in a startup. You had all the resources available to you. Right. You know? Yeah. And also things were easier. It's like, you know, you're reaching out like with a helmet emails, like, you know, people answer, people were interested, people exactly. were excited about, you know, helmet coming back. Yeah. Uh, they tapped a uh, designer, Alexander Plokov, who um, had his own line also, you know, that was a pretty luxury, you know, high end. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, brand, but um, it was him. It was this one guy that I worked hand in hand with, and then you know we also kind of used the merchandising team that was running the women's side of the business to kind of help us out there too. But yeah, I took that interview while I was abroad, flew back, and then went back abroad, and then you know came back later that summer and started at Helmet. Yeah. Wow. So how long were you there? Helmet. It was like a little over a year and a half. Okay. Yeah. And then how did your own brand start? How did it start? So I guess like deep down subconsciously, I've always had a dream of kind of launching my own thing, um, knowing that I kind of had the personality of, I'd like to work for myself too. And I think that my goal within all my experience um, during college and, you know, for two years after was really understanding the scope, right? Like the way that I run crosses, I'm very open, transparent um, about like what I'm good at and what I'm not good at. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't consider myself a designer. I have, you know, the vision, the story, but I try to put people in a place to do what they do best. Right. And everyone's kind of the boss within their own department because, you know, who am I to kind of tell you what to do when I myself don't know how to do it, but I have a very firm understanding of creating this ecosystem and the understanding that every single department is, um, interdependent on one another if one thing doesn't work the other thing you know it's kind of this domino effect right so kind of give the example of like my job is this engineer and you know i got to find the parts the engine Mm -hmm. and you know if one part of that engine doesn't work the whole thing doesn't work right so that's kind of the analogy that like i've come up for you know how i describe what i do day to day but you know obviously i have my hands in you know every single right right and i'm sure working at onya 
and kind of experiencing all the different departments there helped you a lot. That was, that was my goal. 100%, yeah. Understanding how everything, everything works. Yeah. Um, so what year did your brand start? Did Carl's? We started at the end of 2018. So like 2000. Okay. Recently. And how big was yeah. your team then? I know you work, you partner with a designer, right? Well, I've had a, um, yes, I had a designer, Scott Cameron, um, who was incredible, an incredible partner of mine, um, really helped me basically kind of put my thoughts on, on paper. Um, mm -hmm. He was incredible as it relates to the kind of like post-production and really just, you know, helping make the vision come to life. Um, we were together for a year and then um, he went off to do something else. But aside from Scott, it was really just, Scott and myself, we um, tapped a branding agency that we worked with, you know, over the summer before we launched, kind of just work out um, the brand identity, the messaging, the entire vision. Um, I remember it kind of took like three months and, you know, here I am thinking that I knew what I wanted. And then they kind of sent me this Word document that we had to answer all these questions. And I was like, holy shit, like, you know, I, I don't even know the answers to these. So yeah. it was really an incredible deep dive. It was one of my most memorable, memorable experiences of just really, really understanding what we want to do. But I think the thing for me was fashion apparel was always a passion of mine. Um, and it's kind of what we just took to first uh, to kind of tell a story, right? Because for us, the brand is all about, you know, increasing awareness around, you know, things that are happening in the world around us, right? And, and building community and bringing people together, bringing like-minded people together. You know, whether you have the opportunity of meeting these people or not, you know, if you believe in the same thing, you want to see the same change, you know, for us, that was enough to kind of call you a friend. And mm -hmm. that's kind of where this idea of support your friends comes from. And, you know, that's a whole other story of, you know, what it means to you and me, two different things. But I think that's also the beauty behind brand slogan that we've seen. And, drawn a lot of people into it but it's about bringing the masses together because you know i used to be of the opinions like these you know multi-billionaire philanthropists are the only ones that could really help make change but it's really the complete opposite and that's kind of what right. this brand has taught me over the last year and a half is that it's really the masses that you know come together and that's when we'll see the change and that's the entire goal um and to try to help build that community to tell that story of parallels that first vehicle that we took to um, because it's just what I knew best. It's, you know, what I was most passionate about. But, you know, we also consider like this video right now, this interview, this is another vehicle of trying to tell this brand story, right? And I think the cool thing for the vision of the brand is that it most definitely doesn't end with apparel. It's a matter of kind of understanding what other vehicles uh, we can create, whether it be tangible, intangible, whether it be other products or videos or partnerships, whatever it may be to kind of push that story further and continue to help build community and continue to build, bring people together. Right. So you mentioned this like three months deep dive that where you kind of created your brand identity. When you originally wanted to create a brand, was this whole support your friend and connection with philanthropy always in the back of your mind? Or did you kind of, did that emerge while you were creating the brand? So it actually happened prior to, um, it was around, it was more, well, specifically February of 2018 when the mass shooting took place in Parkland, Florida. So there's an organization called March for Our Lives that was founded uh, and birthed out of that tragedy. It was started by high school students. 
Um, and I think for me, it even starts kind of going back to when I first came to NYU, you know, like I had grown up in a small summer town on the water and kind of just lived in this bubble. I was an athlete and just kind of live your typical suburban yeah. you know, childhood, which I wouldn't have changed for anything. Um, but then I come to NYU and, you know, I just kind of feel like I was like flooded with like, holy shit, this is like actually what's happening in the world and right. not just a little town that I grew up in. Yeah. And it was the beginning of the Black Lives Matter movement, the Me Too movement, the women's movement. Um, and there was just an unfortunate kind of reoccurring theme of, you know, gun violence in the country. Um, and then Parkland happened and I was just super inspired by like the youth specifically, right? Like here's these high school students that are younger than me that are literally creating this massive organization that has now stretched across the world, like amidst this tragedy that they just lived. Um, you know, and then it's just like deep down, you're like, oh, and you were just like in high school not too long ago and didn't know anything that was happening in the world, right? So for me, it was just like, holy shit, the youth is like obviously the future, but these kids are actually making change right now. Um, and that's really just kind of what inspired me specifically. And it's what inspired the brand story. Um, Support your friends had always been kind of this personal slogan of mine um, that me and my friends joke around about. But for me, what it meant was, you know, what we touched on earlier is, you know, you and I may never meet, but we believe in the same thing, right? And mm -hmm. we're fighting for the same change. And that to me was enough to call you a friend. So that's, you know, kind of the take that I took on it. And um, this was a story that I came to. And, you know, I told him like the apparel, the story comes first, the inspiration comes first, the what's happening in the world, you know, comes first. And then you take that and you use that to kind of, okay, this is what I want my product to look like. This is the messaging I want it to have. Mm -hmm. um, and that's kind of how we do things. It's always, you know, using what's happening in the world to lead our inspiration and direction for everything that we do and everything that we, you know, kind right. of create. So your first collaboration was with uh, March for Our Lives. Yeah. Um, and you've collaborated with various philanthropies since. So how does that collaboration kind of come to be? um it's a good question it's definitely a process like yeah. you know we we're ready to launch you know september but you know we can finalize a mark the partnership with march for our lives to like the end of october so like for us super important to you know obviously be authentic and show like what we're trying to do um so march for our lives of course being the inspiration for the brand um wouldn't launch or do anything until that was finalized right. um you know, and then it's really understanding again, like you use COVID as an example, right? It's like, okay, we have everything that's going on prior to this, but like, okay, guys, this is what's happening in the world. Like, this is what we're brand, what the brand was born out of. So, you know, what's happening right now? So, for example, over uh, March, April, May, and still till today, you know, we're a New York based brand, you know, so. March for Our Lives, kind of a global organization now, right? Like our second collection, our goal was to increase awareness around climate change, partnered with Eden Reforestation, the brand planted over 10,000 trees in six different countries and uh, did various different initiatives to kind of you know increase awareness around that. Our retail store was a whole other installation and 
I just felt like, okay, like as a brand, we've tackled the kind of these two big global issues. And now with COVID, it kind of like just kind of hit a string with me of like, we're a New York based brand, New York um, public schools, the biggest public school, public school sector in, in, in the country. You know, all these students rely on the public school sector for their one meal that they have a day. Um, now, you know, you saw in New York, like the, when the public schools closed, like that was a big deal. Um, and a lot of it was due to, you know, what these students and kids uh, rely on. Um, so quickly looked like about donating food, you know, donating supplies, if they're going to um, uh, move to virtual learning, like how are these students going to be affected? And we partnered with the Food Bank of NYC and it was incredible, incredible because for $1, you can donate five meals. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and, you know, unfortunately we were also kind of, you know, dealing with, uh, you know, production issues because our factory shut down mm -hmm. and we're also made in New York. Um, so now we have like three months of releases sitting there half cut. Um, well, they're all cut up and now they're just sitting there and just like individual pieces and we, there's nothing we can really do. And we said, okay, like we have this one collection, our retail store closed as well, you know, can't open that was able to like drive move all that inventory to the warehouse and say okay like let's try to give back with what we have and what do we have we have whatever we have left of this collection and let's just you know donate the proceeds like we can make back our costs this collection's done already it's not being shown anymore the retail stores closed and you know for one dollar we could donate five meals so we quickly reached out to them um it wasn't even like a formal partnership. It was just like, this is what we're going to do. Like you right. are the partner that we want to go with, you know, with March for Our Lives, either in Station, those are more like, you know, you have contracts and things that you have to yeah, yeah, yeah. But like It's also just for us, I think that COVID has actually been like an opportunity for the brand to just like really sit down and say, okay, like let's remind ourselves why we did this thing in the first place. Because mm -hmm. you're also the first one to admit like, you know, you're still running a business, you know what I mean? And still a for-profit business even though you do all this good and you're growing at the same time so you know sometimes you just with everything that's going on you know you got your production nightmares you know everything else like you kind of just sometimes lose focus you know and this last few months has really been an opportunity for us to really sit down and like say okay like we know why we did this right right okay. so aside from the uh food things um collaboration do your designs kind of cater to who you're partnering with or? Yeah, so specifically like March for Our Lives, like we designed a capsule in collaboration with them. Right. Um, specifically around the one year anniversary of the, of the shooting. Um, so that capsule is like specifically for March for Our Lives and 100% of the proceeds are donated to them, right? Um, we also partnered, so like I said, Eden Reforestation and it's more so like, okay, we're bringing awareness to climate change. Like this is where the collection was inspired by. So the color story of it, right? The taking you inside with every collection that we release, we also open a concept retail store. So call it a concept because everyone looks entirely different from the last. Right. Everyone is clearly inspired by something else that's happening in the world. And we try to take you inside that collection's inspiration. Um, so the color story there, like there's different uh you know details of the design like on the actual garment from like the draw cords to the stitching detail because at the end of the day we're also just pretty minimalist um 
So every collection is, yes, inspired, not necessarily by the organization itself, but more so the cause that we're raising awareness to. But then, you know, with Australian Red Cross, right, we did during the, the, the wildfires, like, we have a specific design that's like designed specifically for them. March for Our Lives is a specific capsule. And uh, I guess it, it depends on, you know, the organization it's, itself. Do you have anyone that you look up to in the industry for inspiration or advice or anything? Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me um, is, like I said earlier, like very transparent about, you know, what I'm good at, what I'm not good at. But I think the one thing that I've been very successful at is surrounding myself with the right people. Mm -hmm. um, so I have a lot of friends in the industry, um, for sure. But also just a lot of mentors that, you know, I had started meeting with um, beginning of NYU. Right. And, you know, some of those mentors had become, you know, early on investors. Um, but yes, I do surround myself with people um, that I never hesitate to really reach out to and ask questions. Mm -hmm. uh, to me, that's just what you need to do. Right. Do you have certain people that you look, to look towards for, design advice or creative advice, business advice? Like specific people, people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, or I is it just kind of like you go-to people in general? The thing is like with the brand is, like I said, apparel is just kind of what I took to first. So I also don't like to like consider myself as like part of the fashion industry so much because I really just don't see us doing apparel um that much longer obviously you know we're super young and it's what we become known for so far because it's all that we've really done but um i think that it's really in terms of like my mentors i really go from like yes there are people within the industry and i do have friends that are the heads of one of like the most successful brands right now and they're like my brothers and it's incredible right. um to just be able to call them and ask them for advice right. um but then the other mentors are, you know, within a lot of different industries as well and different products. So it's really a big scope. And yeah. I think for us, like the biggest thing that we continue to like just tackle day uh, after day is like, okay, what product makes most sense to like work next? Right. If you were to have a quote that you, this is kind of a tricky question. If you were to have a quote that you would, that you live by or like think of often, um, other than support your friends, what would it be? A wise man once said nothing. That's my life quote. Is it? I don't even know that one. Can you explain? A wise man once said nothing. It's just better not to speak about something if you don't know it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I always like to say that I put myself in a position of a student. Like I said a hundred times on this call already, I don't know everything. Um, so sometimes you find yourself in a room and people are debating this and that and it's like how do you know if that person really knows what they're talking about and like I'm not going to chime in right now because I'm not educated on the topic you know right. um, and I think that's also something that we as a brand recently just learned too and gun reform I'm not saying here sitting here saying that I know every single statistics about guns I don't deep down, I really just don't like guns and I know that it's an issue. Climate change, do I know every single, no, but we know enough and we felt strong enough about the issue that we came 
out as a brand and said, we want to support and raise awareness around this cause. The protests happen. And this is a topic that, you know, as a brand being that's born out of social responsibility, you now feel response, a responsibility right. to say something, right? Yeah. But I wrote, I, I worked with um, the president of Black Lives Matter Greater New York, one of the board members for March for Our Lives. Um, and I said, guys, listen, like, I feel this pressure right now. Like people like DMing, I was like, well, like, what are you going to say? And like, I'm not educated on the topic. So, you know, I actually took like four or five days, worked with them, educated myself on it and like drafted a, a statement that was primarily saying like, we are a brand born out of social responsibility, but this is something that we do right. not, that we have not tackled as a brand. So I just think that sometimes it's a lot better to just not say anything if you don't know. Um, and to, I think and that's important. Yourself. And yeah. Up in a position of a student. That's that's the wise man once said nothing is the, is the model that I do try and live. By. I feel like that's really it's like a subtle thing, but it is so important and it can determine whether someone's successful or crashes because they don't designate different responsibilities to different people and they try to do it all. Yeah. Um, what is next for cross? <laughs> um, great question. So our factory started working again this week, which is exciting. Oh, wow. Um, but um, I'm very, very excited and optimistic about um, this fall, September, October, November, December. We have um, some exciting products and collaborations coming out, um, stuff that we haven't done before, stuff in apparel, stuff in other kind of accessory spaces, but with a few um, big brands, which is, is cool. It's, it's yeah. great to work with uh, brands that, you know, you've kind of seen your entire life and to see these brands kind of take notice of what you're doing at such a young stage is definitely a, a compliment and, you know, we're definitely grateful. Um, so a few really exciting collaborations um, and we're beginning to distribute the brand as well um, in the fall too. So um, working with a lot of cool different partners and kind of working to really scale the business over the next few months. Um, and aside from that, you know, I think right now, based on what's happening in the world, <laughs> our like strategy has been like a week to week thing. Um, right. But, you know, luckily, I think, you know, on the product side of things, everything's going to line up for us yeah. nicely, ironically. Um, to have a successful, what we hope to be a successful fall and, you know, start getting the brand uh, out there a little bit more than it has been. Right. You're such an inspiration to a lot of young artistic design, okay. wannabe designer people. Do you have any That's advice? True. Do you have any <laughs> advice for someone who's at NYU, looks up to you, wants to become a designer, but really doesn't know where to start? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm the first one to say I'm not a designer. Mm -hmm. um, I think, again, like what we've touched on earlier is for me, it's friends, family is the most important thing in the world. I think who you surround yourself with is the most important thing in the world. I think that that's obviously a journey. Um, I feel fortunate that you know, 27 years old now, like who I have around me in my life right now is like, just it's it's my everything. Um, so I think that you know surrounding yourself with the right people, with the right mentors, and really just like 
for me, it's about like, I don't know the answers to everything. I, not the end all be all like the, with your friends and family, right? Like trying to apply that concept to your team is a thousand times like even harder, you know? And we've like gone through that and like our teams are strongest and biggest has ever been right now, but just be transparent about what you're good at, what you're not good at, be open, ask questions. And for me, I think there's always, so at Onia, like one of the things that annoyed me the most was uh, if I know how to do something, they would always say, Google it. And it really like pissed me off. Like, yeah. It really got me. Just like, yeah. I mean, like you're sitting there, you know the answer, like you're just yeah. like, <laughs> know what I mean but then you like go out into the real world and you're doing it yourself and you really learn like what like that did for you you know like there's always a way to figure it out and if you figure it out you know somebody could help you and ask questions and speak to people and be open and I've just been lucky to kind of work my way through and surround yourself with the right people and be open and just ask the questions that need to be asked I don't know if that's good enough advice but no that's that's amazing well thank you so much for taking the time oh wait last question where can people yeah. find you on social media well the brand's social handle is crossed new york and my name is samuel crossed well thank you so much for it's joining so me nice to meet you i'm really so nice to meet you too i'm really yeah. excited for people to see this video because you're awesome. so so good inspiring time. thank you much. i appreciate it yeah thank of course you. I'll speak to you soon. Keep in touch. We'll be in touch. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening in. Don't forget to tune in every Thursday for new episodes. With love, Tosh.